What's going on, Kaniacs? My name is Walker Barrow, and today I am your solo host for the Locked On Hurricanes podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network, which is obviously your team every day. Yes, back-to-back solo episodes, one for Jared, one for myself. Um, Jared was having some audio issues, some technical issues, stuff like that. Uh, we know how crap books can work when it comes to doing stuff, but that's all right. Jared should be back tomorrow because I am back, but I am missing the other half of my coin, but that's okay. Um, hopefully he'll get his stuff figured out then, which, uh, shouldn't be too much of an issue. Maybe we'll have uh, better circumstances, but he will be back tomorrow, hopefully. Um, but yeah, so tonight we have, well, actually, before we do all that, let's uh, do a quick preview of what this episode's going to entail. Not a whole lot going, as we all know, we're about to head into the All-Star break. Uh, we have the game tonight against the Winnipeg Jets, with the next one being 10 days from today on the 31st against the Vegas Golden Knights, which should be a pretty good game, of course, with the Islanders and the game previously before that with Anaheim, we start a pretty long homestead, uh, but we have this nice little break before we get back into what is looking like a three game homestead between Winnipeg, Vegas, and, uh, Vancouver. So we will, uh, obviously bring you the previews on that. Sorry if what I just said then was kind of confusing because I kind of confused myself. We obviously have that big break. Uh, but anyway, so we're go- I'm going to preview. Wow. I'm stumbling all over myself here, guys. I need to slow down a little bit. Uh, I'm going to preview the game against Winnipeg tonight. And then we're going to talk about a question that we posed to you guys. And we got uh, really a couple of good responses on. So we will get into that um, and the rest of the episode uh, right after this quick break. And we will be right back. And we're back. Hopefully the breaks will load because sometimes they don't like to, to, you know, decide to work. I don't know why that is. I don't know if that's something with megaphone or if we're not doing something right. So if you hear a couple of seconds of silence and then we just act like we just took a mid-roll, you know what happened. But anyway, let's get on into the preview. Not the preview. Yeah, the preview for tonight's game against Winnipeg. Right now I'm looking at... Uh, the NHL app and I'm not seeing really any lineups just the preview that uh, Mr. Michael Smith uh, takes care of for us pretty much every night before a game almost always at midnight if you guys don't ever notice that Uh, you know this will be our 50th game of the season you know that that just means that we're winding down to the to the nitty-gritty here you know we've been playing some mediocre hockey occasionally but you know recently obviously in these past two games more so the game against uh the islanders than anaheim we've been playing some pretty decent hockey we just need to continue to capitalize you know on this uh this good work that we're putting in you know we've we've kind of uh hit kind of like a stone in the road you know with dougie going out with his injury you know, that's kind of hurt the boys a little bit. But with Williams making his comeback against the Islanders on Sunday, I think we can see a lot of good things coming from him and from the guys now that we uh, have his leadership and just his overall presence, both in the locker room 
on the bench and on the ice. You know, I think he'll be a, a very valuable asset to us in the coming weeks, especially as we get closer and closer to the end of the season. There's only 32 games left, like I talked about a couple of seconds ago. So, uh, yeah, the Jets recently not been playing like the Jets that I remember watching. You know, their record as of right now, which is 5.03 in the afternoon, which is two hours before the game starts. Uh, currently, their record is 25-20-4, and four, whereas our record since our recent win is 28-18-3. So a couple of differences between us and the Jets, obviously. We have a better record than them. Um, of course, that doesn't mean a whole lot. The Jets can have a really on-night, you know, uh, Hellebuck, I believe he's still there. If he's still there, then I believe he'll probably get the start in net. I'm not too positive on who the Jets' other goaltender is, which I can't pull up right now. Hang on. I think I got it. Hellebuck and Brassoit. Brassoit. I don't know. Brassoit. I don't know. I'm really bad with names like that, especially on the fly. Uh, but I would imagine that Hellebuck gets the start tonight for Winnipeg. And uh, with James Reimer playing these past two games at home, I would imagine that Peter gets a start tonight. It'll be good to see him get out there. I know he's hungry to uh, to prove himself, I guess you could say. You know, he's kind of had a, a difficult last couple of games, kind of let some easy goals in and just struggled a little bit. But that's to be expected, you know, when you play 100%, 110% of the time. You know, you're going to have those games where you just kind of you just kind of lose it. But I would imagine that Peter gets to start tonight. It is a home game. If you're going to PNC, have a storm brew for me and Jared. Neither of us will be able to go. I have school in the morning, and uh, Jared is working tonight. So enjoy it. I hope it's a good game. I will be hopeful for it. Um, I'm going to take a look at the team stats right quick after this mid-roll and we're back so looking at the team stats uh power play is sitting right there half and half you know we're pretty uh solid with winnipeg looking at our statistics uh right here it's saying the hurricanes are 21.3 i'm pretty sure this is at home in a way so at home hurricanes are 21.3 which is ninth in the league uh, on the road for Winnipeg, they are 20.1, which is 15th in the league. Penalty kill, we've we've got a marked with that. 83% basically. Sorry, my phone vibrated. Jared keeps sending me videos of something. Kind of scared to open them. But um, as I was saying, the penalty kill, 83% at home for the Canes. Fourth in the league. On the road for Winnipeg, 74.8, 28th in the league. Face-off percentage literally right there at half and half. Uh, as far as us, 50.9 barking out the door, 51%. And Winnipeg, 50.5%. And that's 14th in the league. Um, everything else is about tit for tat. You know, uh, so far the season series, Hurricane, we are leading 1-0. So if we win tonight, that'll be a series sweep. Uh, with the with Winnipeg, since this will be our last meeting in the regular season uh, that we will play. And right here, I'm not seeing a whole lot more to really talk about. Just got to be, the boys just got to be ready to, 
to put in work tonight. You know, Winnipeg probably is at a point to where maybe they want to prove themselves as well. I will take a quick look at the standings of the Metro, uh, not the Metropolitan, of the league and see where uh, Winnipeg stands. So right now in the Pacific Division, they are in. Right now, it's just showing what wild card. Let me go to division. Let me actually talk like I know what I'm talking about. I believe they're a Pacific Division team. No, they're not. They are a Central Division team. Excuse me. So right now, they are fourth in the Central Division, which is putting them out of a playoff spot, which looking back at the wild card, they need three points to take over the Coyotes or the Golden Knights for a... uh, for a spot in the wild card, which right now the Coyotes and Vegas are both holding 57 points. Uh, Winnipeg will need a win tonight and another win to even get into the wild card, which of course, looking at the second and third uh, placing standings in the Pacific, Edmonton and Calgary also have 57 points. So really at that point, it's anyone's game. Whoever takes that next point in the Pacific division can jump up to second or third. You know, or even first, Vancouver only has 58. So if Vegas or Arizona win the next game, they'll hop on up to a first place in the Pacific. Uh, but we're here talking about Winnipeg. Winnipeg, like I said, playing some fairly mediocre hockey. Haven't really heard a lot of enchanting stuff this season from Winnipeg. Maybe a couple things, not really. The last time we played them, we won 6-3, to three, I believe is what I just saw. I want to say that is right. Let me take a quick look just to make sure I'm getting my info correct. Yeah, 6-3, to three, which was on December 17th. So we've had a little over a month from seeing uh, Winnipeg. So just got to get out there, be ready to go at 7 o'clock. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy that game. Um, before we get into some questions, I was just about to say trivia, actually. Before we get into some questions, I'm going to take a third break, and we'll be right back. And we're back. So, we posed a question last week. Let me check the date on that to make sure it's correct. It was from three days ago. My days are all screwed up, guys. <laughs> I really don't know. Between school and work, my days are just all mixed up. But we, uh, we posed the question um, talking about how the Canes are struggling. So what changes uh, do we feel like or do you guys feel like should be made? And uh, I believe we got, yes, the Zingle Bells, of course. Or now, excuse me, it is the Zingle It just a little bit, uh, which I really like that. So he tweeted at us. In response to this question, he says, and I quote, the lineup isn't set up for maximum scoring potential. And he says, this is what he, sh- that this is what he would do. Excuse me. He would put Nachos, Aho, and Williams on a line. Svech, Stahl, and Turbo on a line. Nino, Holla, and Dezingo on a line. Fogel, Wally, and McGinn on a line. And Marty Party rotating in as needed. He says he thinks he would handle rotating in and out the best with Nino being on thin ice, um, and which he quoted uh, our father, Rod Brendamore, 
it's certainly going to be one guy, or excuse me, God. <laughs> um, he said, he quoted Rod Brandamore saying, it's certainly not going to be one guy all the time. It will be a rotation if we are healthy, which is very smart, you know, thinking about rotating players in and out, you know, the player that you rotate in could just be really on that night. And also he could just be totally off, just different player out there, you know, not a different player. I shouldn't say that. Um, another player that hasn't been out there through the season, through the past 49 games or so, however many at the time, I believe it may have been 48. Um, so that could kind of throw them off, I guess, a little bit of a late season start for Williams as well, which he obviously didn't have any. He chose a very good game to come back and to uh, really show what he was doing during uh, during his break. You know, he doesn't really feel like he missed a beat. So it was cool to see him scoring the shootout and to ultimately win it for the Hurricanes. But I do like uh, Dezingle it just a little bit. Um, I like his tweet, his uh, his lines that he would put in. Uh, I agree, Nachos, Ajo, and Williams would be an awesome line. The way Nachos has been playing this season would be spectacular. And Ajo and Williams have had chemistry before, I believe. So having that, of course, that veteran on your line would be very, uh, very necessary for having two guys who are still kind of green, you know, as far as the NHL goes, Svech, Stahl, and Turbo, awesome line. I think that would be a great line. Turbo can make some great plays. Stahl um, is obviously not the fastest. You know, we've seen kind of how slow he's gotten. But Svech being there, he will be able to make up for it. I feel like Svech could um, dot the I's and cross the T's where it was needed, where Stahl maybe was lacking in that type of speed and maybe that penetration into the offensive zone. I totally agree with that. Nino, Halla, and Dezingle, beautiful line. I would love to see that. That would just be a fantastic line. I feel like Nino could really get a lot from Halla and Dezingle uh, just because Nino's kind of going through a slump as well as Ajo is, of course. That would be a cool line. Nino's Nino and Halla are probably two of my favorite players currently on the Canes roster. Fogel, Wally, and uh, McGinn, another Really solid line. Walmart's really surprised me this season with the way he's uh the way he's been performing. I guess you could say. I really uh have admired how much he has improved since he's uh, been called up. I believe last season. I'm pretty sure it was last season when he was called up. And uh, and again would be awesome. I feel like I think would be just a a very good pairing with Fogel specifically. I feel like they could feed off of each other very well. And then, of course, Martin Oak rotating in. Yeah, we're going to have to find a guy to rotate, which, of course, with Martin Oak dealing with his injury earlier this season, I do feel like that's a pretty good uh, that's a pretty good recommendation to have Martin Oak on the rotating cuff, which is, you know, what we're doing right now, um, just so he doesn't get hurt. You know, we, he's played a lot since he's been back. It looks like he's back, but – one thing happens and then he's out again, which I mean, that's the same way with all the players. So, but definitely I agree with that. And, uh, like you said, Nino's on thin ice. He, he's struggling, man. He really is, uh, having a tough time finding the back of the net and missing shots that he should definitely be able to do. And, uh, typically does, you know, 
Um, but that's all I'm going to talk about with that. Um, the zingle it just a little bit <laughs> was the only reply that we had on that. But I did see something else that he tweeted out that I really wanted to talk about. He has a question for us as well as the Talking Sauce podcast as well as the um, the Siren Sounder podcast. Excuse me, I kind of had a brain fart. Um, he says, not a uniquely Kane's problem, but what does everyone think about switching to a three-point system? Three points for a regulation win, two points for an OT win, and one point for an OT loss. And, you know, that's very interesting. You know, um, it would definitely, like as one person said, it would change the mindset of the teams, like giving more emphasis on regulation wins. Definitely. Those points would be so critical. You know, it's just like, oh, man, we we can get three points, which can be the difference between making playoffs and missing playoffs which obviously would really be important, especially at towards the latter part of the season. I really like the 3-2-1 point system. It would definitely be interesting, you know, It would, and it would take a long time to get used to. So, um, interesting. A very interesting concept, Mr. Dezingle, or at Bobel813. <laughs> um, he comes up with a lot of stuff. He tweets at us a lot. Much love to him. I really appreciate, or Jared and myself both really appreciate him sending in a question, tweeting at us, especially the other uh, hockey podcasts as well. I'm sure they appreciate it. The three, two, one point system would be cool. Um, we would just have to, I don't know, maybe a preliminary. No, not a preliminary. What was I going to say? Maybe a couple of preseason games just to see how they would deal with it. Of course, I don't know really now that I'm saying that out loud if that would really matter. But who knows? You know, maybe that could just be a, let's try this for one season. And if it gets too confusing, we just ditch it and we go back to whatever we have been doing or try something else. Or maybe dropping the one point for OT loss for no points. You know, if you win an OT, you win an OT. You get a point. If you lose, you don't get any points. I don't know. Something like that, but I really like that. Definitely something that I think I may have heard before, um, but I'm not too sure. So, appreciate the question, uh, Mr. Dezingle-it. Um, We really appreciate it. And before we get to our last order of business, we are going to take our final mid-roll, if my count is correct. So, we'll be right back, guys. And we're back. So... As far as ending this episode on today uh, goes, we'll have more tomorrow. Obviously, we will recap tonight's game uh, against Winnipeg. Hopefully, we'll have some good news for you guys. Of course, if you're watching the game or getting updates on your phone or whatever, if you're scrolling through Twitter, you can't miss it, or even if you watch the news. Um, We'll recap that tomorrow sometime. I know I have school all day, but I do have a good little three-hour break, so hopefully... Mine and Jared's times will be able to match up to where we can do that. Let's see. Tomorrow is Wednesday. So it is way back Wednesday tomorrow as well. And uh, if you guys see anything that you would like us to talk about, something uh, obviously historically related to hockey or whatever, or about a player or a coach or something like that that may have happened tomorrow sometime in history or just something you would like to see us talk about, you know, we got a couple of cool things coming up for uh, February as well. Kind of going to go ahead and go off on another plug. 
we do have our live episode recording coming up, which is which will be at Well Traveled Beer in Goldsboro, North Carolina. It'll be uh, downtown on Center Street. It's literally at the end, just about uh, before it's right across from uh, the police department. Um, just put it in your phone, Google it, whatever you have to do, and uh, come out, see us, have a beer with us. I want to say they have liquor too, so if you don't like beer, uh, make a mixed drink, stuff like that. Um, there is a possibility that we will have Storm Brew for the recording, which we will, which I guess I didn't say to start off with. We will also be recording an episode that day. So come out, see what we do. I know Amanda has seen it before, kind of the way that we work, uh, besides the, uh, besides the, the editing stuff, but come out, say Hey to us. We'll be happy to have you come take a picture, come drink a beer with us, come enjoy, uh, some Canes hockey in all downtown Goldsboro. Um, and, uh, I think that's it for today, guys. We will talk to you all hopefully tomorrow and I hope you all have a great day, great day, a great night tonight or a great day today. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, we will have an episode out today, you know, typical stuff, but enjoy the game tonight. Drive safe. Don't drink and drive. Wear your seatbelt, uh, and other stuff. So, all right, guys. Love y'all. Have a good one.